We'll give another five hundred dollars if people are cool and rep our stuff. Uh, yeah, I think that's cool. You know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta protect those lands. You know, they don't make land anymore. And uh, <laughs> and whiskey's good. <laughs> Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, Especially, we're recording on Tuesday night, and tonight, you could either be, like, if you're most Americans, you're listening to the debates right now, and you probably need a drink. Uh, So, (laughs) this is coming out on a Monday, and you just listened to some unintellectual stupidity at times and needed a drink, and now you're listening to more unintellectual stupidity and enjoying a drink with us so thanks for joining us uh hey hey i don't know that's i was like cole that's i'm gonna get semi-political i don't know that was that okay was that too no i think if you remove yourself from from a lot of that stuff it is hilarious (laughs) (laughs) like it is i i was i i was watching it right before you called and i was laughing so hard just both sides just children children I know. I don't know. I, I was just to uh, my 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 thought was like it's just going to be so cringy all around. Like I just oh for sure. Uh, yeah. So hey, to our listeners in Tasmania, Slovakia, Canada, is that is are those and and uh, please don't Russia. We get a lot of hits from there, but no one reaches oh, out. Okay. Well, in Russia, hey, for our foreign friends, you know, feel free to have a laugh at us because I, I. But I promise you, foreigners. Yeah. It's not the best of America, so I'm sure yes, it's just two parties <laughs> giving us what we got. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough yeah, of the just, politics. Yeah. Here's a little bit of our business. Hey, hit us up. Uh, you know, it's, it's a good time right now just to reach out and uh, you know make some whiskey friends, uh, regardless of what you feel like politically or anything else. Like we like to drink whiskey, you like to drink whiskey. Hit us up on uh, Instagram. Talk to us uh, if you feel like we're worth it. You know, checking us out a little yeah. further and sponsoring us a little bit. You know, hit us up on Patreon, uh, www.chillfilter Patreon backslash dot com forward slash. <laughs> I don't know it, but yeah, you, just, could, you could find just it. Just search Chill Filtered <laughs> on Patreon or something like that. Yeah, and that's enough of the worst business we've ever had. Cole, how's, <laughs> how's your week been? Uh, let's see. It's It's been good. Actually, uh, today uh, we are recording on a Tuesday, and today was my last day at work for the next week and a half. So I took the next week and a half off, and like I've mentioned on prior episodes, I am hanging out with my dad and doing a little road trip. So that should be fun. You know how, like, Robbie, like when you're... Um, you know, you're about to take a vacation. I guess, like, it probably is different for you as a teacher because your probably biggest vacation is the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, coming up into that point, like, you're almost counting down the days and you're, like, counting down oh, absolutely. the hours on your, your final one. I was just, like, it just hit me. I'm, like, all right, I'm going to be off for a week and a half. So, mm. excuse me. I keep getting this weird hiccup thing. <laughs> uh, but that was good. Um, and then I'm stoked. I mean, like... If any episode we're drinking a Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, it's a good episode. Yeah. At least I'm excited about it. Uh, even though, uh, I'm going to give a little hint here. Um, Handy doesn't always bring the fire. No, fire is not the word. It doesn't always bring the, the gusto of um, the Antique Collection, but it very well sometimes does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. And, and like I mentioned before, we always do objective 
um, reviews of even when the distillery sends us stuff. So, um, but I'm sure it'll be pretty good. Um, what else? Let me think about my life. Um, well, today, big day for you. Uh-huh. Yes, of course, Robbie. Of course, it is my my anniversary. Uh, and and in case people are wondering, wow, how neglectful is he of his wife? Uh, just know that we celebrated yesterday. We both had some things on the docket today, and we're like, let's just make a day of it on our typical date night of the week, which is Monday night. So um, we had a fun time yesterday. We went out to a restaurant in Gilbert, Arizona. And uh, we had some fun. It was uh, it was great. And uh, today we even got some like good quality time just hanging out. Uh, but towards the evening, like right now, she's actually busy doing something. So I was like, perfect. If Robbie wants to record now, because something came up with your schedule. And I was like, perfect. I won't be alone while she's busy. <laughs> so it works out pretty well. So yeah, seven years. Uh, we got married seven years ago to the day. And honestly, I'll, I'll give a little give a little advice for those who aren't seven years married yet just have fun we just have so much fun like we just we have a blast whatever we do we just enjoy we work things out pretty quickly um and uh, we go on adventures so that's what is the secret so far to our success is having fun being able to work things out quickly and then going on adventures so nice um, if you're having a bad marriage, maybe do that. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going <laughs> to give that kind of advice. If you're having a bad um, marriage, take Because I know everything about marriage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm actually, there's some cool history, even though I'll, I'll mention later that uh, this, no, you know, I'll save it. How are you doing, Robbie? Um, you know, I'm all right. It's funny because, uh, so yeah, uh, my wife's cousin, Kelsey's in town, which has been fun because yeah. uh, she likes, uh, she likes bourbons. And, uh, so nice. yeah, I've had a couple on the shelf that I haven't opened up, you know, I just, I try not to open them because once I open them, uh, I just share them like crazy and like they're nonstop. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. so it was kind of, it was an excuse to open up some that had been on the shelf for a while, but she's hanging out with my wife tonight. So I was like, Oh sweet. Well, let's see if I can record that way. Like Thursday night, you know, we can actually hang out and do stuff. Uh, but it's funny cause like nice. I, uh, texted you yesterday like, yeah, it should work. And then like, on like on my memories, things came up and I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's Cole's anniversary. And I'm, I was like. Cole's Thanks like, for remembering. There's no, there's no way that Cole wouldn't have already like done anniversary stuff or remembered he it's his anniversary and, and like so I was like Chelsea we may not record tonight I'm pretty sure Cole knows it's the anniversary but I'm gonna double check to make sure like it doesn't we don't have uh-huh. to record so anyway I thought that was kind of funny yeah. but anyway I was talking to my wife and I was like man Thursday night recording energy is different different than Tuesday night energy Thursday night I'm like yeah tomorrow's Friday have a drink get ready for the weekend and like Tuesday I'm like yay. Tomorrow's Wednesday, so <laughs> it's not for me. No, not for maybe you. that's why I have a little more pep. You do. You have some good pep, but I, you know, I, once we get talk, we started talking. I'm like, I, I feel it now. I'm ready yeah. to do this, uh, especially since we're drinking something that could be awesome. So that's nice. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think one thing, one one um, social skill or coping mechanism that I try to teach my students is exactly what you mentioned mm-hmm. of looking forward to the next break. And having something in mind, yeah. like, I, you know, I only have to get this far and then I get to do this. And so I think as a teacher, mm. summers are, are pretty awesome. Like I will say once in a typical year, once it's like July 20th, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of ready to get back to work. But in general, I, yeah. I definitely look forward to summers, but yeah, it's a coping mechanism. I'm like, okay, when's our next day off? And I'll, I'll go through the calendar and be like, this is our next three day weekend and you can do something special or yeah. stuff like that. So no, I definitely feel it. And I feel like you've had a lot of 
vacation. Like every week, you're like, yeah, no, this is my last day working for the next week. And so, yeah, <laughs> taking full advantage well, of those PTOs. The first half of the year, I didn't take a day off. From from the first of the year, I had January first, the New Year's Day off, and then I had um, Memorial Day off, and that was it for the first half of the year. And then you know went to Boise, which I was supposed to go in March, but you know everything got canceled in the year of two thousand twenty. Um, but uh, remember that sad episode where I was like, "It's okay." <laughs> I like trailed off. Yeah. And that's when I realized I may not be a horrible person because I was like, I so sincerely was trying to get you back to happy. And I I heard myself yeah, yeah. talking you through it and I was like, maybe I'm not a horrible person. Maybe I'm kind of nice. You're a great person. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to say something. Shoot. It just left me. Uh, you're looking forward to things and uh, like things. like uh, upcoming vacations. Oh, that's yeah. The coping so mechanism. No, I'm like, you have a good, that's a good strategy. Don't use your PTO until the end of, like, towards the end of the year. Cause that's kind of like, yeah. So as a teacher, like, we get summers off. So I feel I'd rarely ever take like extra days off. Um, yeah. But I always have them ready in the spring. Cause by the time you get to spring, you're kind of like, I just, I just need one three day weekend for sure in the month of May, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, other than the, was it Memorial Day? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Save those days. You never know when you're going to need them. Yeah, for when the Seabolds arrive and hang exactly. out. Exactly. Oh, kind of fun though. We went up to uh, the family cabin this weekend yeah. too, and mm-hmm. it was kind of funny. The fir- so the first night, the girls were like, they're just all kind of weird and like acting like they were scared and different. I mean, it's a different place and it's a cabin, so it's like Aww, a little. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They've never seen any like Friday the Thirteenth movies or anything like that. Uh, but I'm like, I don't know where that fear comes from. <laughs> but anyway, I sure so, hope that stays the way. Yeah. <laughs> so we put them down. I went, we went, uh, you know, and then Chelsea and I went to bed about eleven. And the girls, all three of them, come barging into our room at like two in the morning, and uh, oh no, yeah, they're like we're scared, we're scared. So like we made beds for them on the floor in our room, and then like, they just weren't calming down. So then we all slept on the floor, and like, n- well, we Aww. all laid on the floor. None of us really slept, and it was kind of funny. And then we did a lot of fun stuff. We went for hikes, and we went to one of our favorite places and got hamburgers and milkshakes, and uh, had fires and smoke. Like we did, we had fun. And then on the way home, we're like, what was your yeah. favorite part of the trip? And like sleeping with mommy and daddy. And it's like, crap, we could have had Aww. slept much better at our own bed at home. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so it was fun. It was a pretty good weekend. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm good, That's man. Sweet. Yeah. I'm good. That's cool. It work's been uh, still a little bit better. Work's getting better. I had uh, yeah. yesterday and today, I got kind of bored at work, which hasn't happened yet. It's been so nice. stressful. You don't have time to get bored. Um yeah. So that's good, I guess. Yeah. So it's getting better. Kids are kind of figuring it out and figuring their idiosyncrasies out. So yeah, work's getting better. So yeah, yeah, we're good. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, cocktail of choice this week. Cocktail of choice this week. Yeah. In what regard? This isn't what whiskey would you choose? I don't know. Like I figure you have Kelsey over. You're probably oh. drinking cocktails every now and then. Yeah. So. um Actually, that's a good point. No, we uh, I, we haven't really been making cocktails. I've been opening up bottles of bourbon, but last week I did a uh, nice. made a little peach syrup, and it's one of my favorites because nice. the peaches are all like super ripe right now. So I made a homemade peach syrup for sure. Little egg white, little lemon, and uh, some uh, pumpkin spice across the top. And Whoa! Peach whiskey sour. It's kind of like, but with rum. So it's I call it, it's like a I call rum it, whiskey. Call it a peach no. pie. It's a rum sour with. <laughs> oh, that's pizza. cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's super like sweet and decadent, but it's a nice. it's a good one. Yeah. What about you? You been making any cocktails lately? Uh, I made a few the other day. We had some uh, friends over. Um, 
the one that stood out the most was a Manhattan that I made. Um, it was a rye Manhattan. I think I used Sazerac for it. But um, I bought this new vermouth. Ooh. And I forget. It was like something something formula. It, it's like... Uh, um, it is. It's like fancy. It's like the small bottle, sixteen bucks. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Really good vermouth, and it actually really impacted the Manhattan in a good way. So, yeah. Well, you know, quality ingredients in general. Def. You know, if everything's quality, yeah. you're probably going to end up with a quality drink. If most things are quality, yeah, you're going to end up uh, with an okay drink. If none of yeah, it's quality, you still got a drink, and you can end up with a quality smile. Hey, <laughs> that's deep, man. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, so, so I love making cocktails and that was kind of like my hobby for a while. Yeah. Um, and then be like, people are like, Oh, that's really interesting. I'm like, yeah, you know, even when you make a crappy one, you kind of drink it and you still have fun. So it's like, it's, it's probably one yeah. of the best hobbies to have. So I don't know. For sure. Yeah. Um, I love making drinks for people too. That's just like, it makes you feel like it makes them feel like, like, I'm t- taking care of it, man. Yeah. Like, I got you. What, what do you like? Well, you know, like, like and, and that you're putting in the time mm-hmm. and the, you know, money from the alcohol and you're giving them alcohol. So, and well, the thing too is like, and it's not hard to make a really good cocktail. And it, but nah. like exponentially, people are so much more impressed. Like, like, oh, you, what? oh you're the, like, you're the best. You made this. Like, people really get impressed by a good cocktail and it's really not that hard. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, anyone can do it. Yeah. Hey, Cole. So, um, yeah. What's up? Could, could we hurry up and get to, the, get, get to the history so we can get to the drinking? So we can drink this. Yes. Do we even mention what we're drinking today? You mentioned handy products in general, but you, you didn't call it by okay. name. Okay. So we today we are drinking, as you probably read on the title of the episode, we are drinking Thomas H. Handy Sazerac. It's a rye. It's a cast strength rye from the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. And the year of vintage is 2020, this year, before it's even released to the public. So thanks again, Buffalo Trace. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, we really appreciate it. Um, and uh, so let's get into the history, and then we will uh, drink this after the history. But before we do in the history, let's take a quick break. All right, we are back with Chill Filtered, episode 120. Can you believe that? That's that's Um, pretty crazy. Yeah. Soon we'll be like 150. Who knows, man? Like how long will it take us to get there? I'd imagine 30 weeks, (laughs) which is just about half a year, a little over, maybe seven months total. Anyway, this episode officially breaks the record of most episodes on a single product. Uh, though we uh, have already done two episodes on Thomas H. Handy, they were different vintages completely, so pretty different altogether. Episode 17 was the uh, 2016 release, and episode 50 was the 2018 release. Uh, so that was quite a while ago. I mean, 70 episodes ago is quite a bit, um, but we're skipping pretty much every other year. We're going 16, 18, and now 20. Uh, the only weird thing Uh, about doing the same label three times is doing the history. Uh, So I'll try not to overlap too much. And looking through my notes on my past um, handy episodes, I think it won't overlap too much. So I'm excited about this one. 
So who is Thomas H. Handy? Obviously, it's named after a person uh, with a name like that in a rye. So let's take ourselves back to the time of the mid-1800s. Uh, there was a coffee house slash like cocktail place slash like importing place uh, called the Merchant Exchange Coffee House, and that was in New Orleans. Uh, speaking of New Orleans, uh, Bryce Marita hit me up today, and we talked about uh, how we met back in New Orleans. So random. Uh, they uh, weren't just like basically a coffee house, as I mentioned, um, that that we're used to these days, like just like a, it's not a Starbucks. Uh, they also imported a few things, and one of which uh, of the things was a specific cognac uh, from a distillery in France started by a man named Bernard Sazerac de Forge. And I'm probably pronouncing that poorly. And Jason Preston, he can help me out. He's from Montreal. <laughs> so, um, And that was in 19, or 1782 was when that distillery of the Bernard Sazerac de Forge's distillery uh, started and this this cognac is the perfect fit for some bitters that were actually made in New Orleans by a man named Antoine Amadie Paycod. Uh-huh. Uh, they called this cocktail the Sazerac cocktail uh, for obvious reasons, and uh, it had a sweet anise. Uh, the the spice anise it was anise uh, taste, and it had a yeah black licorice. And it had that kind of smell to it as well. Uh, Perfectly complemented, in my opinion, by a good cognac. Uh, But as we mentioned in the Sazerac cocktail episode, I believe that was episode 78, um, that it basically alluded it to a little bit last episode, was there was a huge problem with the cognac grapes that started in the mid-1800s. The problem picked up. It was called the French, the Great French Wine Blight. And that began, yeah, like mid 1800s basically an invasive bug started killing all the grapevines in france and like really coming down on them uh, again a really cool story about how basically america saved french wine and cognac uh, learn more about it if you want to uh, head back to episode 78 it was one of our very few cocktail episodes with john montero uh, about the sazerac cocktail uh, but without cognac we couldn't make our favorite cocktail down in new orleans we were all out of it and so enter a man named Thomas H. Handy, who now owns, at this point in time, the Merchant Exchange Coffee House, but is now calling it the Sazerac Coffee House. And I believe that has to do a lot with how they imported it and made a lot of the cocktails with it. Um, so he is actually given credit for making the Sazerac cocktail what it is today, a rye cocktail, not a cognac cocktail. And uh, since rye is much more prevalent like as a grain in the U.S., and with the huge shortage of cognac, the rye Sazerac stuck. And uh, so that's who Thomas H. Handy is. He's just a guy who owned a coffee house <laughs> and had a good idea. I mean, I wish I could be named after something for being somewhere at the right time and being like, hey, let's switch the, the spirit. I don't know. You said he he became bigger in the company. You said What's it, that? You said it kind of like an after school special. He's just a guy who got a cocktail named after him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a guy. Just a random guy. But you think about it and you're like, you, you think about like the names of like George T. Stagg, who basically ran the Buffalo Trace Distillery before it was called that. Uh, you know, E.H. Taylor, who like was this huge distiller that like pushed into uh, existence the Bottled and Bond Act, who was like epic. And you look at like, you know, um, who else? Like some big deal, like Elijah Craig, who was like this 
old preacher dude who like started making good whiskey and started making it big and like you look through all these big names Timothy like Jim e. Beam Fireball and, Timothy E. Fireball, yes. you know, he, he just had an idea that he wanted cinnamon in his whiskey and to call it a whiskey, even though it's not a whiskey. Um, no, but like, and then you get this guy who like was like, oh, we're out of cognac. What do you want to throw in here? I don't know. But like, it's cool. It's cool. You know, it's, they yeah. named a cool whiskey after him. Uh, and the Sazerac Company, one of the biggest and most successful liquor conglomerates in the world, started also with Thomas H. Handy in New Orleans. Uh, so now they, uh, the Sazerac Company, they own uh, nine distilleries, including one of our favorites and what we're drinking today, Buffalo Trace. Uh, they own Barton, A. Smith Bowman, Glenmore, and among others, or those are among others. Uh, headquartered, head, uh, Sazerac is still headquartered technically in New Orleans. And now, get this, I found this was a very cool thing. Remember that um, cognac I was talking about in the beginning? Oh, yeah. Um Sazerac now owns that brand, which is pretty cool. So they can make Sazerac de Forge cognac now. Nice. So, and they do. Uh, and it's apparently in the spirit of um, cognac before the great French wine blight, which did change things a little bit. Check it out. Episode 78. Uh, <laughs> handy. Among. I don't know. It's like a, it, I thought it was a good episode. I really liked talking about that yeah, one. Yeah, I'll enjoy um, all the episodes, man. Especially pre-Rod. Yeah, I, every I, episode's I good. Those. I guess that was pre-Robbie. That was two episodes before Robbie. Yeah. But that was also John Montero. John Montero is always a good time. Yeah. But Robbie is a good time. <laughs> okay. I hope that makes you feel better. I don't know. He's always anyway. John Montero is always a good time, but Robbie is a, I'm not sure the delineation there, but well, I'll take it. All right. Take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just soak it in. Yeah. No, but anyway. So, so I, handy. I gotta, well, I'm go say, ahead. No, just thinking because I was driving home. On Monday. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, uh-huh. it used to be Monday, like before I was on the show, that's when I would always, you know, listen to the show when I was waiting for Amar. And I was like, I kind of, yeah, yeah. I do kind of miss those days where it was like, I didn't know what I was going to listen to. I was just, was going to listen to a couple buddies talking. For sure. Yeah, so, no. Do you, you still listen to it every week though, right? Um, Most, mostly. It, depend, the, it just depends really? on the week. So, I always. Yeah. It's my Monday tradition, usually first thing at work. Yeah. Well, see, it's hard because I teach at a school, so I can't really, I don't know. It's oh, hard. Yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing, too. Is, you don't do analysis. You know? Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is like, so I did not get a uh, what whiskey would you choose up in time for this episode because I was at work today and um, I can't really like Google. I don't get bad. I get bad cell reception and I can't really be like Googling on the school computer's whiskey stuff. So, yeah. 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 So, so you don't have one today? Well, I didn't put one up on the Instagram. So we don't have one to oh, talk gotcha, about gotcha, from, gotcha, last, gotcha. from on Monday. Oh, we'll have time this week. We'll have time. We'll put one out, but it won't oh, be Oh, I won't see be what you're saying. Episode. Yeah, yeah. So. We won't be talking about the results. I got yes, you. Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, totally. But we will do one. So, I just oh, have, it'll happen. I just don't have results to talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about both next week. Perfect. So, we say that, but yeah. then we may not. So just don't get your hopes up. Yeah, folks. we'll figure it out. <laughs> People will love it either way. People love it. Uh, okay. So, Handy, among the other BTAC. Uh, Handy, uh, the BTAC started in, uh, the antique collection started in 2000. Uh, we mentioned last time Sazerac 18 was one of the few. Uh, and then Eagle Rare 17 was the other one. And then Weller 19. And uh, so, you were supposed to go, That's, I couldn't remember. <laughs> See, I should have listened to it because I thought I was supposed to, but then I couldn't remember. <laughs> anyway... 
uh, easily in the antique collection. Oh no, no, it started uh, the the handy was added in two thousand six. Uh, easily the youngest of the bunch. Uh, it is cast strength, and it always has been. The highest proof year was in two thousand seven, where it was one hundred and thirty four point eight proof, which is pretty strong for a rye. Yeah. Uh, but it hasn't been over one hundred and thirty proof since two thousand twelve. Uh, ranged in age uh, from 2006 to 2012. Usually it was between six and eight and a half years. But since then, it's basically be between uh, six and six and a half years. Uh, it is assumed that this is the exact same mash bill as Baby Saz and the more recent Sazerac 18s. Uh, in the past, they're not sure if it was a slightly different mash bill. Uh, but nowadays, it is the same mash bill or should be. Uh, there, there's a rumor, and I mentioned it last week on the Sazerac 18 episode, that the rye mash bill is only 51% rye, which is the minimum, but I'm not complaining. I love the rye mash bill from Buffalo Trace. Um, if you ever wonder what baby Saz would taste like, and baby Saz is a six year, typically. If you ever wonder what baby Saz would taste like barrel proof, this is probably what you'd taste. Okay. Uh, and it's usually amazing. And uh, but this is not 90 proof. This one, as as you know, opposed to Saz 18 and um, Baby Saz, this one is always uncut and non-chill filtered. Hey, that's non the name of the podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, Thomas H. Andy, 2020, we're drinking today. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, it's between six and six and a half years. This one specifically is six years, two months. It is a rye that was distilled in 2014 spring. Uh, the first grain, similar to what we talked about last week, is Minnesota rye, then two types of Kentucky corn, and then North Dakota malted barley. God bless America. Uh, number four, char level, and 129.0 proof after it was put into the barrel at 125 proof. Evaporation loss was only 32% as opposed to like the 77 or whatever from last week. But that makes a, that makes sense because um, there's a 12-year age gap in what we're drinking today versus what we drank last week. Uh, I've personally owned a few bottles of this and some are incredible and some are good. But in my opinion, not like the gusto, as I mentioned, of the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection status. Uh, total wine price, uh, I guess just typical retail price, if you get it at retail, is $99. But typically, I see this on the secondary market for at least $350, at least, um, for whatever year it may be. So uh, that's what I got. Uh, let's pop this open. Let's drink this. Uh, no cork pop today because we are drinking from the either the um, plastic bottles that Buffalo Trace sent or... The glass bottle that I split with Robbie and sent over couriered to him. So, what what are you getting already? Uh, Ooh, yeah. It's it's got a nice fruity sweetness to it. Not like super apple or anything like that. Just very fruity. Like uh, I don't know. What, what are you getting? It's it's super. It's for as being as hot as it is. It's pretty mild and vaporous too. So I don't know. What are you getting? Mm-hmm. I'm getting some uh, caramel before even the rye spice. Okay. Um, typically, on a cast strength rye, you'll get a lot of rye spice on the nose. 
Uh, but before I even got that, I got a lot of caramel. Uh, but I haven't given it a, a fair shake yet because I've been pouring it still. But I am going to sip it now. I can absolutely or see. smell it now. <laughs> I can absolutely see the caramel. Go ahead. It's got a good, good caramely sweetness to it. Um, I'm thinking like a mixed berry, like your bag of frozen berries, your mixed yep. berry mm-hmm. kind of berries, what yep. I'm getting from it. Yeah, I agree with yeah, that. I'm not for really sure. apple or anything like that, but it's like, yeah. Not super spicy either. It smells great. Yeah. Yeah. It does smell really Yeah, nice. the rye spice isn't isn't front and center, but it is a rye. You can you can tell it's a rye, but it's not like baking spices and cinnamon. And typically, I'll let I'll let Robbie drink now. You probably are drinking already. Mm-hmm. Typically, Thomas H. Handy is um Ooh. <laughs> very cinnamon forward. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh, well, vapor's got me on that one. Ooh, it is hot. Oh, wow. It, yeah. Ooh. And it's, uh, I think it's not as hot as the 2018. I want to say the 2018 was a 129.3 or something like that. Ooh, this one has some heat on it for sure. Really? Oh, yeah. That's good to know. It, yeah, uh, go for it. Talk about it. Yeah, it burnt, got, got a little nose burn on it, which I don't typically get. Um, It's still, like, I can still feel feel the warmth in my palate here. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go in for another sip here because all I really got was vapor, and it was a fun vapor. It kind of felt like uh, f- coming down the top of a the crest of a roller coaster. Like it just <laughs> it just yeah. hit me quick. It was I don't know. What are you getting, Cole? So my tongue hurts. I don't know about you. Um, it was it was hot, like in that kind of way. Like it actually like burns your mouth hot, which Ooh. is pretty rare for me these days. Um, the second sip will really determine a lot, but that's all I got to say for now. I, no, I don't want to too much put, I, I like it, uh, but I don't want to put too many notes on it yet because my tongue was like ooh, on fire. I'm with you. I, I, which no. is rare. Absolutely. My tongue's a little numb right now. Like this is, uh, mm-hmm. this is kind of like, um, you know, field doctor in, we got to cut your limb off, take a shot of this and bite the bullet kind of stuff. Oh, like my yeah. mouth is numb. Dude, I would take a leg off for this. <laughs> um, but I'm getting, a, you know, and I think that's, I'm not getting a lot of notes off of it because the, the, it is just, it's really hot. Um, and that just stands out first yeah. and foremost. Getting a little bit of that berry sweetness. Um, mm-hmm. Slight bitterness in the middle of the palate a little bit. Not bad, but slight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, you get any... This reminds me a little bit. This might sound, and you might not agree with this. Um, this might sound a little weird, but um, sometimes I like honey on my oatmeal. Okay. <laughs> it's just like honey on my oatmeal in a way, in a very strong that way. That sounds like a really uh, good or, folk song. You know. uh, that was a nickname in high school, actually. Honey on my oatmeal. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, we should start doing that. That's a really good folk, or rather, uh, pretty much a punk album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting is the honey and the, the viscosity. If you really let it settle on your tongue, the viscosity is there, um, which happens with rye. I mean, even when we go as far back as Rendezvous Rye a long time ago, it, you know, when you put it in your mouth, it gets thicker. Uh, and that was somewhat not double entendre. That was my unintended or no, that was his intended. Now that I think about Adam's <laughs> joke, but I was somewhat uncomfortable by it. Um yeah oh it's it smells so good like it's good mm-hmm. uh, i think i like it better than the 2018 which wasn't blow your mind good it was good but it wasn't blow your mind i'm not saying this is like blow your mind yet um but i like it a lot yeah it, it is good i think it's um you know last week like 
to compare it to the antique we've sampled so far from the 2020. Um, compared to mm. last week, last week was exceptional. You know, it, I mean, mm. that SAS 18 was probably one of the, it probably was the best rye I've ever had. Um, yeah. This is a pretty good rye, in my opinion. It's pretty good. I don't, I don't think I would pay secondary market value for it. I guess I'm getting a little too far to, ahead of the podcast uh, protocol here, but it's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to the ice. See what that does to it. Yeah. Um, what, You've done the uh, water. I've done the water. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, it definitely. I, I can see a little bit of this the caramely sweetness that I thought is more honey, like you're kind of like what you're saying. It's a little bit. Um, toned down the sweetness isn't there as much and i can see the honey for sure when you were talking mm-hmm. about it when i was smelling it um and palate wise it's still it's still pretty hot with the water but i think just a little bit more of like a, a berry sweetness very subtle there's not a lot there like really i don't know if it's just because from going from the neat to the water my palate's kind of numb still or it's because it is hot it goes hot on the palate so i don't know if i'm still necessarily hot getting a lot. with yeah. water yeah what are you getting <coughs> i hate it when i cough man <laughs> Um, it is very vapory, um, whether it's with water or not. Uh, I, I put in, uh, like three or four drops for the little that I poured in one of the glasses. Um, it's not bitter. It's not, um, it's not ruined by the water. Um, but it is like, this is, so here's where cast strength isn't my favorite. (laughs) Um, like, like even Robbie alluded to, like the the heat is front and center here, um, and I I definitely prefer the Saz eighteen, which isn't gonna blow people's minds that like some people would prefer Saz eighteen at the ninety proof, um, but the heat is all I can really. It's not all, but it's like it's taking the dominant note is just this yep. heat that actually is. Like burning our mouths, yeah. uh, which is good. People dig that, and I dig it most of the time. But I, I really want to get more of the notes out. But I feel like that you know the notes of that mixed berry, a little bit of that honey, uh, caramel, they're being a little bit restrained by the 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 burning of my mouth. And absolutely, and you know I'm not some pansy where it's like I can't drink cast strength whiskey. I love cast strength whiskey. With <laughs> whiskey, how how strong is this stuff? Holy um, smokes, this is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, I think uh, the heat is taken front and center, and I wish it weren't because I really liked the flavors, and I do like the flavors mm-hmm. uh, and the notes, um, but it's not improving the notes, the heat. Absolutely. So. And I think, I don't know, I'm going to stick with my roller coaster analogy, like, Mm. This is, <laughs> I mean, this might be a whiskey you give to a novice, like, just like it'll, and you say it'll put hair on your chest. Like, this is gonna hit. Yeah, this is gonna hit anybody, you know. Um, yeah. So, but it, which is fun, but for something in mm-hmm. a collection like this, that's not. I'm not looking for fun out of that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. So I dropped my cube. I'm gonna go for some, a couple sniffs here. Yeah, you good. There's a mosquito in the room, and I'm like somewhat distracted by it. Oh, I think I got him. <laughs> no one worry out there listening to us. I think I got him. Do you guys get a lot of mosquitoes? All right, I got there? some ice too. Because you guys are so dry. No, typically we're too dry yeah. for that. Um, but it's been a little bit wet lately, um, 
and this time of year it's known to get a little wet with um uh, monsoon season but uh we're, we're handling it i mean i kill them when i see them pretty Ooh. big deal hey weird the uh it gets a little cold in my hand it's, it, mine got colder ice. too i will say i think i'm preferring the ice um okay Okay. I think a lot I'm of it too is, is. I think a lot of it too. I mean, the heat isn't as prominent because it did get colder. You kind of beat me to the punch there. Um, Weird. But it's still pretty hot. Like it, this is a hot whiskey for sure. A um, little bitterness towards the end, but I'm definitely. I mean, it's, it's a nice subtle berry. Um, I can get the honey for sure. Um, it's kind of. Ooh, I'm with you. Yeah. Which is better with ice, which isn't too surprising considering you know it's higher proof that you know watered down a little bit more, it's, it's gotten better. But I do like I do like a cast strength, I love a cast strength. I love like today, mm. uh, with my uh, my cousin, we had some uh, we had some stag junior today, and it's nice. pretty hot this year. I can't remember what it's at, but it's you know it's a cask and it's hotter 130 or something. Um, yeah, so I, I don't mind a cast strength, but this one is like, uh, excuse me, hair on your chest pack the tums kind of a thing but ice yeah. ice is mellowed enough to where it's a little more sippable and more enjoyable in fact i might drop one more cube in it just to see where i get nice yeah the all the flavors are there it's not bitter ice took away that extra heat like that that i was talking about that was kind of not damaging but slowing down the other notes um I don't, there's something about it that, like, I want to say it's not my favorite, but so far it's the most notes come out of it, and you're getting a little more subtle, and the caramel stands out the most, like a soft, chewy caramel on this one. Okay. Um, let me take another quick sip. See, that's funny, because the car- for me, the caramel is not there like it was when I started. It's definitely a mild sweetness for me, so more like a honey kind of a thing. Um, but, I yeah, I think some ice and some extra water on it is actually... You know, I think, yeah, it's making it better for sure. This is probably my favorite of the poor. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. But um, <laughs> in the rating, yep, um, the rating world, um, I think I'm gonna combine two, the neat pour, and the ice pour because I did enjoy them both. Um. There's something about the water that I, I mean, the the ice that I enjoyed more because the sweetness came out and the burn left. Uh, at least, like, and and listeners, if this is your first time, we're not afraid of a little burn in this podcast. Uh, but this was more than usual. This was definitely for stronger sure. than usual. Um, and even for 129, like I've had like 144 before, and not even close to this um, burn. And so I'm going to go with a, a high eight for sure, but it's not going to break nine. Um, I'm going to give this an 8.8. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the reason for that is, like I said, um, great notes, but they're they're hidden by a heat and a burn. Mm-hmm. Like not just a heat, like your tongue will be hurting after sipping this neat. Um so, which is which is good. Some people dig that. Some people dig that even more than the like tasting notes. But uh, I like it when they work together, and I don't feel like yeah, they're working together here. Absolutely, but it's still very good. So I'm going to give it an eight point eight. Okay, I think we're pretty close here. I'm going to go eight point six on it. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, it's not bad by any means. But like I was saying, like from the antique collection, you, in my mind, you know, I have some bias coming to where I'm thinking, like, yeah. this has got to be something that's going to kind of be like extra special, you know, extra good. Yeah. And I don't think it was there. And, I think, and, and had, you know, my excitement carried over, like if we'd done this one last week, I don't know if my bias would be, would have helped bring it up. Cause I'm like, because we came off Saz 18, and that was phenomenal. It blew my Ooh, mind. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. And this isn't isn't there, you know. And uh, you know, I think mm-hmm. I think if you look at like a lot of bonded whiskeys, like you know, you go 100 proof. That's a that's kind of a good middle ground from you know like your night sure. from your 90s to your your cast strength, right? But even with like mm. with bonded, like some of them like are extra hot. And you're like, ooh, that's a little hot. You know, and other ones yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I, you, I wouldn't think this is 100. I would say it's you know closer to 40 kind of a thing. So. And that's yeah. where this one hits, is it hits that other side where it's like, this is too hot to really enjoy. Like, the, the heat's yeah. fun, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this yeah. would be awesome. Like, you're you're going on a ski weekend, special occasion, or New Year's Eve. Like, it's New Year's Eve, uh, yeah. you're out, out downtown kind of a thing, and you want something to warm you up. This is going to warm you up, and it's, it's a special occasion, yeah. you know? Um, mm-hmm. Also, that being said, I think, you know, kind of my... my my personal rating system going through this next series is what am I going to put my lottery in for? <clears throat> and right now it's a hundred percent that Saz 18. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. So you only get the opportunity to put in one, one per person. So I'll do myself. I'll do my okay. wives. Um, my mom will put one I in for me. So, yeah. so if you had to choose one, it would be that. So if far, I choose I one, it's going to be Saz 18. I'll put in for a couple of different mm-hmm. ones, but, or I might've put them at this yeah. point. From what I know, I'm putting them all in on Saz 18 because that was amazing. Wait, you're saying that out of the five, you have to choose one. You have to choose one per person. So, like, so you couldn't you couldn't put in one entry for Eagle Rare 17 and then one entry for nope. Saz 18. You can only do one per email okay. per. Okay, yeah, I would, I would, per, yeah. I would definitely. Yeah, yeah, that would be hard. Luckily, they don't do that in Virginia. Yeah, it's the same with the pappies here too. So you can only do one pappy, really, one antique. Well, you should go for that fifteen because the twenty three is a lot rarer. Um, better chance in terms of bottles. Yeah, better chances. Yeah. Plus, a lot of people would say twenty three, so you would mathematically have a better chance. Well, the other thing though is, it maybe not because the twenty three is way more expensive, and that would kind of deter. That's true. That detours maybe the novice as well, saying like, "I'm not going to." But if you're a flipper, you're getting a lot more money back from the twenty three, so you'd probably risk the investment to get a lot more money. Man, not that anyone should ever do that. Strategery, you got to <laughs> treasury. So anyway, oh yeah, I'm going eight point six on it. So it's good, but it's not kind of what I would have expected from an antique collection bottle. But it's good for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, like I mentioned earlier, the heat doesn't work together with the uh, flavor. Yeah, so yeah. that's what we got today. Um, let's, uh, you know, I hope you, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Robbie. What time is it? Cool. It's time for Whiskey yes. World News. All right, folks, this is part of the show where, where we, oh, gosh. The cask is getting to me. I can't re- speak and read right now. Yeah, it's strong, man. It is. It's stronger than it seems. This is a part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. Did I nail it? I feel like I nailed <laughs> it. Um, we didn't write yeah, it. Yeah, you nailed it. We're just going to talk about it. So this one comes from uh, Forbes.com, 
and it's uh, written by Brandon Schultz. It came out today. It's called Three Ways You Can Support an Epic Nature Reserve Through Whiskey. And I thought this was kind of fitting, too. Cole's going out into nature here soon, doing some hikes and loving it. Nature. But, uh... Nature. How are we doing on time? Because this is kind of a long... Okay, I'll, I'll have to abbreviate I think we're one. good. Well, this one's a, kind of a long... I'll abbreviate a little bit here, so... It yeah. says, whether you've been visiting protected lands for years or you've only recently come to explore national parks, state forests, preserves, and reserves for the safer outdoor value they brought to a travel strap time, you're, you're more likely to have visited the great outdoors this year than any other recent year. You're also more likely to purchase more alcohol than usual this year, according to record sales and consumptions across the country. If you're a fan of both of these two top American trends, you're in luck. You can now help create and protect the largest nature reserve in the contigu- contiguous, 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 contiguous United States with a little more than bourbon and a blanket. So where is nice. this giant reserve? Rather than securing a single swath of land to preserve, the American Prairie Reserve is a Montana-based. Hey, you're going to be there, cool. Nonprofit that purchases uh, Wyoming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and permanently secures Close. gaps of private land between existing public lands, stitching together a borderless quilt of protected prairie in northern Montana. While already enormous and growing, APR's ultimate goal is to preserve 3.2 million acres uh, by snapping up about 500,000 acres that would connect already protected public lands for a truly wild, border-free experience. Um, and I'll skip down here a little bit. Uh, and so what about the whiskey? Uh, following the local Mormon monopoly on the spirit in the 19th century, there had been no legal distilleries in Utah since 1870 when the last of Brigham Young's 37 distilleries halted production until what was found, Nicole? Uh, the, uh... In Utah. Oh, uh, High West. High, High West. High West Distillery was founded in Park City in 2006. Today, High West has expanded to four locations, Distilling became popular across the state, but Pioneering Brand remains the top choice for both the area's discerning visitors for whiskey sippers across the nation, regularly racking up awards and accolades. Um, so, oh gosh, I'm skip down here a little bit more. So, since 2012, American Prairie Reserve has partnered with High West on American Prairie Bourbon. High West is passionate about the American West culture, heritage, and natural beauty, and wants to raise awareness of what they have referred to as one of the most fantastic projects of our time. Thus, they created American Prairie Bourbon, a premium blend of bourbons committed to donating 10% of their after-tax huh. products from the sale of each bottle to American Prairie Reserve. Well, Did not know yeah. that. Yeah. And what about the blanket? Well, High West Distillery and Cola Tree... Uh, it teamed up to offer a limited edition multifunction Kachula Adventure Blanket with a major charitable component. $30 from each sale is donated to the American Prairie Reserve on the collaboration. Um, so in short, they're making a big area of wild preserves. Uh, the way to serve, it says, so what, the three ways to support them? Buy the whiskey, buy the blanket, and then post a picture with the blanket and the whiskey on High West will donate $5 to American Prairie Reserve. For Instagram. Wow. So up to 100 people can do that. So anyway, I thought that was kind of an interesting article. And you got any thoughts on that? So it's only $500 total <laughs> for the Instagram thing? Yeah. They're like, oh, like, we'll give another $500 if people are cool and rep our stuff. Uh, yeah, I think that's cool. You know, yeah. you got to, you got to, um, you got to protect those lands. You know, they don't make land anymore. And, uh, <laughs> And whiskey's good. I don't know. Not much to talk about on this one, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's. It's cool. You know, I love 
buying whiskey and supporting something else, whether it be, you know, small business or uh, national parks. But uh, it was just the American Prairie one yeah. that you would American Prairie. Give to? Okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy some of that. But I had no idea that it was connected to that, actually. Yeah. I, you know, I've been drinking High West for a while, but I haven't. I didn't know that that it was so connected, and it was probably named after that. Yeah, I think this it's what it sounded like. It started in two thousand twelve. Yeah. So, yeah, no, same thing. I think it's I think it's awesome whenever people do. You know, uh, I kind of agree. I kind of poo poo like up to hundred people, so it's like five hundred dollars. But like, anyway, it's five hundred is more than I'll be giving to this. So, um, but it's cool. You know, if you're gonna buy some bourbon anyway, might as well get some of that, and then uh, you know. Check yeah. out the blanket's pretty cool if you're outdoorsy and you kind of want a expensive blanket. This is right. Is it one of those ones with like a cool pattern, like a, almost like a Native American? It's got a Native American esque pattern to it, and then uh, I think it's cool. This, cool so they'll cool, be cool. thirty dollars for the from the blanket, and I think it's eighty. What do they call it? Like a Pendleton Pendleton blanket or something like that? Yeah, there there about? is a Pendleton blanket. Yeah, but this is a Cachula Coultry Cachula. Okay, cool. And it's like eighty three bucks. So. Oh wow! It's like a, yeah. So anyway, they'll donate. So my, you know, check it out. Might be kind of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing, listeners, yeah. do it. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Not too much to talk about there. I just thought you know you can support a good cause and uh, Cole's going hiking soon and enjoying some reserves mm-hmm. and preserves and national parks. So yeah. Strawberry preserves. There's the tie-in. What, what was the drink you yeah. made with strawberry preserves? No, it was raspberry. Uh, the raspberry sunshine. <laughs> you made ras- raspberry sunshine with strawberry preserves? You could if you wanted to. <laughs> that would actually be worth trying. Very worth oh, trying. Oh, man. My, uh, and we talked about strawberry on the last episode because it tasted like somewhat of a strawberry syrup. But yeah. So it all comes back together. It does. Yeah. Oh, man. My, gr- my grandma, Dedlo, made the best strawberry preserves. Oh, gosh. I eat, just like eat it with a spoon. It was the best that sounds great yeah grow our own strawberries and well anyway so hey listeners if you're out grandma there another way you can support us is by having your grandma make some strawberry preserves and sending them to us uh yeah we'll take we'll it we'll take it for sure anyway so yeah. all right time to move on i guess uh this week a yeah. little disappointed uh we kind of last minute were like yeah let's record don't have any results mm-hmm. from the poll from the previous week uh, but I do have a what whiskey would you choose? Unless Cole, you got unless you have one you really want to go with. No, if you have something on the top of your mind, mine's a backup one, so go for it. Okay, so you know, I think I feel like this is one that we could all use. Help us to be grateful. Help us to be thoughtful. Uh, this nice. week, this week, you know, kind of going with the whole like whiskey makes you happy. Whiskey does better things uh, with the whole preserves and things like that from the article. But this week, I want to know. What is the last whiskey that made you really happy that you had? And I'm not just talking like you got a good buzz or a reentry buzz off of it. I'm just saying you bought the whiskey. You're like, I'm really glad I got this whiskey. I'm really glad I get to share this whiskey. Um, I just like, I love the way this whiskey looks on my shelf. Like what's the last whiskey you've gotten that really makes you happy? Cole, do you got one in mind? Um, Is it one that you bought or one that you drank? You know what? What's the last whiskey in general that made you happy? Happier than most whiskeys. Huh. You could be bought, um, could be drink. Yeah, I think I know. Okay. Uh, when I was in Virginia, I had a leftover bottle that I had left at my in-law's place of Saz 6, or Baby Saz. Um, and 
It was surprisingly amazing. And it's not even that it's a surprise. I know I really enjoy Sazerac 6. Um, but when I sipped it, I was like, why have I forgotten how good this one is? And it just made me very happy. Yeah. Uh, I think that was kind of the, the big one lately that like just really just, I was like, this is great. And I'm very happy with it. Uh, at least that's the first one that comes to my mind. I don't know. What about you? No, I like that. No, I think similarly, like when we did the, um, old forester 86, like that was one that made me happy. I'm like, this is better than it should be. For the like, yeah, you know, I, sure. I get what you're saying with the baby says. Um, for me this week, uh, I don't we I don't we rarely see it in Idaho, so I got some EHT. Uh, what is it? The bottle and bond, and uh, have one on the shelf. Yep. Opened that up this week, uh, watching some Seahawks. So good, and it was delicious. Also, we went up to the cabin. Apples all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so good. And uh, went up to the, the family cabin, and I always leave a bottle of whiskey for my cousin, so just to say, hey, nice. thanks for letting us use it. And that was last week's what whiskey we choose. I said Stranahan's, and I went to the liquor store to go get some, but then they had some EHT bottled and bond, and I was so like, it was one, do it, you know, it's one of those ones where it's like it was the small batch I saw in the picture, yeah, yeah. small batch bottled and bond. Um, mm-hmm. And so anyway, left that there for him, like, my, and I was like, I almost don't want to leave it because it's so good, like I want to keep it for myself, and I don't see it often, but. That's the last whiskey that really made me happy. So, I don't know, listeners. I love that. I want to see what you guys got. Like, we could, you know, tell us what whiskey's making you happy. Happier than usual. I feel like that's going to be... Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Go ahead. It's going to be what? That'll be a good fight this week. Um, small batch EHT versus Baby Saz. That's a fight. That's like fight night. It's way better than my uh, Crown Royal Peach versus your... Uh, what was it? For sure. <laughs> Buffalo Trace. Uh, Buffalo Trace, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still disappointed. But that was I to got, be expected. I'm still disappointed I got votes on that. I was like, you got like three, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I really hope this goes 0%. But <laughs> Yeah, man. Nah, that was good. All right. So, uh, we'll think about what should we should drink next. Wow. I don't know how strong this Saz is, or this handy is. Um because I've done that like twice this episode, like like started slurring. <laughs> I'm still warm um, from it. Like my my, I, my blood is flowing. My ears are warm. Like oh really? Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, uh, you know. Yeah. And I, okay, I'm gonna. That, I just realized I don't usually get that from a whiskey. Like it, like I had maybe an ounce and a half, and it really yeah. is kind of getting me. So I'm gonna go from eight point six to an eight point seven. So there, boom, changing it last minute. I'm like up. that doesn't happen. So that's a little bit of hubbada. And there was no to what there. Yeah. But I'm like, that's kind of surprising. So <laughs> it's like when people are like, what the? And they don't finish. <laughs> it's like, how about a? <laughs> oh, man. That's great. You know what we watched at the cabin? We watched uh, Office Space. Have you seen that? Oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> so good. I forgot he's, how like, good it is. he's like, that's just a straight shooter with upper management written all over him. Anyone ever say you got a case of the Mondays? No. No, man. <laughs> I figured you'd kick someone's butt for that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a good one. What made me think of this? Oh, it's such like, a good movie. He's like, F and A, but like, I don't know. That's... Yeah, yeah. What Freaking the... A. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's so good. good. Man, I could quote that movie all day. Oh, man. You can no, sit around like, and do nothing like... without having a million dollars. Look at my cousin. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> He's like, uh, what does he say? He goes, um, 
you know, first thing I do is I show up about 15 minutes late. I come through the back door so that no, that my boss won't see me. And then for about the next hour, I just space out. And the Bob's are like, whoa, 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 space out? He's like, you know, I just stare at my computer. It looks like I'm working, but I'm actually not. <laughs> I just love that movie. No, the best is uh, uh, after they've committed the crime and like all the guys leave and they're getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. And he yells to the neighbor like, hey, you want to come over and have a beer? No, nah, man, I don't want you messing my life up either. I don't know. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Anyway. I actually quoted, and I won't. we won't be quoting the uh, office space too much, but I quoted the part about flair the other day. I was like, someone's telling me about their job where they like needed to be, they like uh, got fired or their brother got fired because they weren't like peppy enough. Mm-hmm. And I was like, was he not wearing enough flair? <laughs> and yeah. they were like, yeah, it's pretty much that. 15 yeah, is the minimum. So. You don't want to be someone who does just the minimum. Just the minimum. If you want me man. to wear 36 pieces of flair, then tell me to wear 36 pieces of flair. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Cole, you know what, Cole? I- Check out that movie, listeners. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, So, anyway, what do we got left to drink? We have... Uh, so, we have Eagle Rare 17. We have George T. Stagg and William LaRue Weller. And we might actually need to make an executive decision on this next one because I need to probably only bring one bottle on my trip um because i don't want to bring everyone and risk that tsa is like huh what's this mm. as they swish a little around in their hand and i'll be like that's that's aftershave <laughs> and i can't do that with three bottles that have labels of proof amounts on them so gotcha um so maybe we, i don't want to do i want to save eagle rare for last unless our listeners want it to be second to last but that's me okay should we do one of the cast drinks uh, hey, you you pull the trigger. I'm ready to go. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do George T. Stagg. Okay. Uh, because we've already done George T. Stagg on the podcast. Twice, I believe. Um, yeah, I believe twice. Yeah, and, I think so. Um, yeah, we had last year. Yeah, we had the 18 and the 19. And so um, with that in mind, um, we'll do that. We've done it before. It's kind of cool. But we've never done... William Lou Weller, which I want to be one of the last ones. And then Igor 17, we've only done one episode on that. And it was like the 2015 vintage. So that's my thought is we'll leave the last two for the end. Uh, but we'll do George T. Stagg next. And I'll bring that on my trip to the north. So you hanging out, no wife, hanging out with your dad? Yeah. Having a stag yeah, party. Yeah. <laughs> Nice, man. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah, it should be good. Well, hey, man, I hope you have a good good trip, and I hope you have a, a good rest of your uh, anniversary tonight. Thanks, man. I hope uh, you enjoy work and look forward to your next day off. I will. But most of all, listeners, I hope our love of spirits lifted yours. Oh, 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 o